0: boys we are back Back back-to-back episodes episode nine we've got a slightly new cast chase is back again welcome back to the podcast chase stafford thank you for And we got Max Murdoch with us, he's new to the podcast, special guest joining us to talk some hockey today. Max, what's going on? How you doing, guys? Good to be here. We're ready to uh, kick things off, but first, let's start with the headlines. The Edmonton Oilers hired Dave Tippett to be their new head coach for the 2019 season. Derek Dietrich of the Cincinnati Reds smoked three home runs in an 11-6 route against the Pirates last night. And uh, Houston Astros powerhouse Carlos Correa is out four to six weeks with an undisclosed injury, which looks like it is a rib injury, but it's uh, not specified at this point. Those are the headlines. All right, boys, let's get right into it. Uh, game two, Stanley Cup Finals, Bruins Blues tonight, TD Garden, 8 o'clock. Let's get right into it. Predictions first. Hash it out. Chase, who have you got?
1: Bruins, 3-2. I'm... One overtime. One overtime. I think the Blues are going to be more prepared than they were because first game, I think they're just getting used to everything. If they, I'm kind of hoping Chara's injured because Chara, as we said in episode 8, needs to get his ass off the ice. Yep, yep. He's old as hell, and we just we can't afford to have him.
0: Yep, I agree. Max, what do you got? Score prediction.
2: Uh, I don't know. It's definitely going to be a close game. Uh, like Chase said uh, that's obvious but um, I think Blues are going to score early get a couple of quick goals probably uh, within the first period and um, the Bruins are going to have to play from behind I bet um, and come up with another comeback win if they if they want to grind this one out um, the Blues know what's going to happen if they go down 2-0 and um, I think they're going to fight for it tonight uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if they get a win
0: Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a closer game. Um, I said before the series started that these two teams were going to split in Boston, um, which would mean that the Blues would win tonight for that prediction to be correct. I think it's going to be 2-1. I'm hoping Bruins, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the Blues. Um, I don't know if it's going to go overtime. I'd say 2-1 in regulation, maybe 3-1 with an empty netter. But uh, I'll give the Bruins this one. I'll change the prediction I originally had, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see the Blues win. and. they draw the series going back to st. Louis so let's talk um let's talk is it Robert Thomas for a bit the guy that Tory Krug hit is not playing tonight he's out with an injury um I didn't see him get hurt on that play was there was there like a big injury that we missed because because uh, he, he didn't look it wasn't like a hit that looked like it would take somebody out of a game yeah, or take I've, someone out of i mean it looked looked
2: really clean it wasn't like anything to the head um maybe he went down kind of funny but i didn't see any um any contact from krug that would have um drawn an injury unless they were just brute force coming in too uh too hot uh at each other um but i mean i think probably the only injury or main injury from last night or uh, the last game was chara with
0: uh yeah with that, um, that weird like wrist hand thing. That yeah, I didn't even see it happen, but you said you saw it.
1: I just saw it. I just saw him go- like leave the game.
0: Yeah, he had his he had his jersey rolled up. Um, so there's some open
2: skin between his glove and his elbow pad. On he just got he just got clipped by a was a it puck a puck? Must have um, yeah. Like he got grazed by a Shot, and then uh, it must have just tore the skin or something.
0: Yeah. So those are two key players. Not in the lineup. Oh, is Char playing tonight? Have we heard? I don't know. So let's take I a look. He was uh, well, anyway, those are that's a key player for St. Louis to not have. Um, but he definitely, I know Char has stitches.
2: Uh, he got really? he got stitches in his arm for that. Uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. Uh, and,
1: oh yes, uh, but he I is use fine after this. he took a puck to the wrist in game one. So he sustained a cut after he blocked the shot from Vladimir Tarasenko and immediately went to the dressing room for repairs. He received some stitches and said that after the contest that he was quote-unquote fine.
0: Yeah, he doesn't care. Okay, so earlier I saw a I saw a report sent to me by Ferrullo, a guest on this... Um, not a guest. A guest, a, yeah, a member of this podcast. <laughs> and it says, St. Louis Blues rookie Robert Thomas will not play in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals due to an injury sustained <laughs> on the Tory Krug hit. But now I look it up and on the LA Times... It says, Blues head coach Craig Berube speaking after his team's morning skate on Wednesday, said forward Robert Thomas will not play in game two because of an undisclosed injury. However, he said the injury had nothing to do with the crew hit that Thomas took in game one. Um, what the heck? He said that he had been mani- managing a prior injury heading into the series.
1: Hmm. So then, how would that. Why would two he,
0: conflicting reports. So,
1: why would he play if he was managing an injury before?
0: Game one Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, a, a lot of these guys are playing through injuries that you won't hear about until after the uh, after the series is over. But it is definitely odd that he's out tonight, and it's hard for me to believe that he didn't get hurt on that hit. If he was already so, managing look, I an mean, injury,
2: it just sounds like he he was already injured and not just aggravated it even more. so yeah. I mean, that would make sense if um, like if someone was something was already hurting you and you get drilled like that you're probably going to be hurting after that. Yeah,
0: that's definitely true. But I mean, he, although he's a rookie and although he's been bouncing up between AHL and NHL this season, he is a key piece of that St. Louis Blues team, so they're definitely going to be hurting missing him tonight. Um, goaltending wise, who shows up, who doesn't? Tukaras, does he have another big game? Uh, is Jordan Binnington shelled again with shots or is uh can St. Louis put put it together here?
2: I mean, I, you can go. I mean, looking at the shots just the shots total from yesterday's game—it's just ridiculous how many, how many shots the Bruins had compared to the Blues. I'm pretty sure they're out shooting them it was like by like twice. At
1: the end of the second period, well, in the second period, Bruins had 18 shots and yep. the Blues had three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's obviously not going to happen again tonight. Um, I I don't see any way that the Bruins limit them to below 10 shots within the first. Probably within the first twenty minutes, they'll get, they'll get ten shots on goal. I mean, if you're the, if you're the St. Louis Blues, you have to get something by to Rask. You have to get him off his game. Yep. Um, and you can only do that if you put it on that. So, you got to get pucks in that.
0: net. Yeah, exactly. Um, the Blues didn't, like you said about the shots on goal. They had, oh uh, eight think- eight shots after the first period. After the first, I think the shots were no. Twelve to eight.
1: I I thought they had ten after the. First.
0: They had something, but th- whether it be you know ten or eight, they had three in the second period. Mm-hmm. One was a goal, mm-hmm. and they had like four in the third period. Yeah. All they- the while being down by a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were up for a time, and then the Bruins just kind of surged. Went up three two. Went up four two. So if the Blues jump out to an early lead, and the Bruins do as they did again tonight as they did in game one did the blues have that firepower to to stay in the game because it really looked like past the first 21 22 minutes of the game they were just done they did they just they didn't have anything left in the tank Jordan Bennington he didn't look good at all in the game his rebound control was poor in my opinion he was he didn't face a lot of shots either until the Second period. Yeah, so you know people want to say oh, you know, he came out to a strong start I really didn't think he played that well I, I don't see the st. Louis blues adjusting to that tonight Especially since they're missing a key piece of their team and Jordan Bennington's now in his own head after taking a loss in game One after they he had had an unbelievable series before that where he was pretty solid I, I mean, think that the Bruins have his number at this point I don't know if you buy it or not,
2: but he'll be the first one to tell you that he's not nervous so um, whether that's the truth or whether that's just for show, I think it's um, bullshit. That, well, we'll see tonight. <laughs> Everyone uh, says that they're not that I mean, dude, I
0: think I think it's completely
2: bullshit. I don't know. He, he's been he's been standing on their he- on his head for for the Blues um, getting him this far at least. Um, but I mean, you'll see tonight if if uh, he comes out and he he's perfectly capable of getting a shutout. Um, he's that talented, I think. But yeah. I mean. Uh, it's whether he's on or, or whether he's not. I think you uh, should give a lot of credit to the Bruins just for how well they've been playing. They've been basically on softball. They got past Sergei Bobrovsky uh, Bro- and yeah. um, a lot of like top-tier goalies this season um, have struggled against them. So, uh, I mean, I think uh, you can't put all the blame on, on Bennington for uh, for how his team played, but uh, he's, de- he's definitely got a, he's a, a keep peace in keeping the, the Blues in the game. So it's kind of up to him to uh, to make sure that he keeps the Bruins in check.
0: Yeah, and I want to talk briefly, two Bruins players who have been really loud during these playoffs and I haven't, in game one, I was there so I didn't, you know, see the, you know, whole angle and get the replays and that luxury. like. Um, like you know what NBC Sports shows, but Charlie McAvoy and Matt Grizzly were pretty invisible to me in the first game. Mm-hmm. I, I I like I don't even remember seeing Matt Grizzly play. Well, I saw Charlie McAvoy out there, but mm-hmm. they didn't really do that much. Like everyone scored. Sean didn't do that no, much. Um, Clifton scored right, and Charlie McAvoy. McAvoy scored a goal. I, oh my god, yeah, you're right. He did. did. Yeah. Oh my so, god, I mean, I'm fucking stupid. You're right. He yeah. scored a. goal. But I mean, I
1: didn't think. I didn't think...
0: I'm talking was. more Grizzly, but I'm yeah. just saying that because they're, they're kind of one in the same when you talk about young Bruins defensemen like that. Like, I really thought our D was... I, I don't want to give Chara props, but I'm going to give him props. I think for the first two periods, our D was were carried by Connor Clifton and Zdeno Chara. And Brandon Carlo. I think Brandon Carlo had an excellent game.
2: Well, don't forget about Tory Crew. I think he I think he logged up um, above 20 minutes of ice time. Yep. Um... I mean they were on the power play a lot but um that's a lot that's a lot of ice time for especially for tory krug so
0: and he's had um, a tough playoff yeah he really has been silent the entire playoffs i from the exception of scoring maybe what how many points does he have in the playoffs let's look it up because i honestly i love tory krug and i i always love him in the regular season i think he's a really solid player but he's just struggled this postseason and Aside from that big hit that he had, now everyone's talking about him, um, you know, non-hockey watchers are like, oh, he's the hero or whatever. He, he really has not done that much this playoffs. Well,
2: I, I don't know. I mean, he's just he's just kind of central to that power play. Um, and I think that's why he's so important is, I mean, the Bruins are, are first in power play percentage. They're basically scoring uh, a third of the time. And uh, I think he's a big reason why they, the the first power play has struggled, obviously. Um But yep. I mean, if he's not out there, I don't think our um, that first uh, that first power play unit is as lethal. Um, so um, I don't know. I I didn't think he was. I don't think he's been that bad, but he's he's
0: obviously not been um, he's not been scoring goals. Yeah, anymore. he just has one goal. He has eleven assists, but. Really? That's surprising to nice. me actually because I don't remember. Maybe they're secondary. They're, yeah, there are probably a, a lot of secondary assists on the power. So players. going back to talking about the power play, the Bruins' power play looked fucking terrible in Game One. Like, is David Posternock who I thought he he didn't show up at all in Game One, and no, no. luckily for the Bruins, your second and third line guys kind of carried the team again, which they've they've done throughout the entire playoffs. But like Bergeron, Marchand, and Posternock just invisible the whole game. Yeah, I was the power say, play that couldn't do anything. Marshawn did did not, score nothing, scored an empty net goal, but like. N-
1: next to
0: And I think that's n- how n- next to it is, is getting an empty net goal at the end of the game. Other than that, it would be legitimately nothing.
1: The only good thing he did was that spin move that he almost scored on.
0: Yeah, that was nice. And I mean, the
2: thing that concerns road. me is that like the Blues are just not a good penalty killing team. They're eleventh. Right, we should the, be scoring out of the powers, playoff, right. um, and they take a lot of penalties. Too. Yeah, a lot
0: of stupid penalties. So they yeah, a lot of penalties.
2: And so like Got to I don't know, them. but they like I remember Pasternak had just one open look from the circle. Like he could have walked in basically um, unopposed and took a shot and he tried to dish it through the, like a, a crowded slot basically. Yeah. Um, and we didn't even get a shot on that play. So um, all of them have a fantastic shot as we've seen, um, but they just gotta use it.
0: The um, yeah, Dave park has gotta do. fire the puck. He kept trying to go for these like, you know, tic-tac-toe passes on mm-hmm. every power play. Yeah. When he had a wide open shot. They're not shooting the puck enough, and you know, towards the end of the game, they ended up with like 36, 37 shots. But our power play isn't shooting enough.
2: If they're blocking the shots and they're like the shots aren't there, then pass it because that like it's gonna be open. But if you have an open shot, you you gotta take it. That's how you score
0: goals. You don't
2: score goals from passing. You score goals from shooting. Exactly. And Jordan
0: Binnington's not a good enough goalie to to necessarily stop all those shots,
2: especially from David Pasternak.
0: Right. The first play of the game, the Pasternak one timer. That slipped through, mm-hmm. um, and Bergeron didn't pads. see it. Yeah. But that's a goal. Like if, if you do that on the power play, he couldn't control that. Re- I don't should. even know if you want to call it a rebound. I don't even think that's a save no, it technically. Just, it just went through. It his just went pads. through his pads and didn't have enough momentum to go across the goal line. Mm-hmm. But I, you got to get after Bennington early on, and when you get a power play in the first period, no matter when it is, shoot the puck and start testing him. Versus, For sure. you know, they're all trying to. It's a it's a power play built with some really throw air quotes, cute players, when I, no homo, when I, I mean like, you know, David Posternach, big hands guy, big skill guy, Brad Marshan, you know, big shot. And then you've got Jake DeBrusque, one big hands guy, big presence in front of the net, Tori Krug. There's not a lot of players like big defensemen on our power play who are just going to wind up from the point. And that's what a lot of other teams have as their anchor. We have a small, speedy defenseman who's got nice hands in Tory Krug. So, it's a power play where the mindset is let's wait for the right shot, set up the pass, you know, get this nice backdoor tic tac toe, whatever. Oh, yeah. When it really should be, let's just get the puck to the front of the net and then crash the net yeah. because they that's could, how you're gonna win the series. If they
1: could get an early goal, I think they'd just be in Bennington's head, or well, he'd be in his head the whole the whole oh, rest yeah.
0: game. Oh yeah, I already think he's in his head from the moment yeah. the puck dropped. He just didn't look confident. He was mentally out. And confidence is so key, and that's what Tuka Rask has. He's been too three finals as a starter, one Stanley Cup final as a backup. Oh!
2: Can we give a little love to Tuka Rask right now? Yeah,
0: one know. Stanley Cup final yeah. as a backup, and t- now two as a starter. Yeah. Tuka this Rask
1: I think I said leads yesterday. the
2: league in goals against average, save percentage, wins, and shutouts. I brought this um, up in
0: episode six. He has mm-hmm. the third best save percentage of all time in the NHL. It's just like. Which shocked me, but the way yesterday. he's playing, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think he I, is. I mean, he's,
2: he is, he can get as cold as ice and as like, hot as he is Yeah, now. it's about but the like, consistency. I mean, right now. When he's on, the, I don't think there can be – I don't think anyone's going to beat him.
1: He's probably the best Bruins player when he's on. One I think he's the been the
2: best Bruins player this, this entire playoffs. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Easy. For sure. He just turn it on completely. There's
0: no, like, one consistent – player on the front end that's been scoring on. the goals. I mean, you, goals. Had, you had Charlie Coyle through Coyle the first series. Coyle was like couple a first, series, yeah, he was a hero early um, on. Yeah, I mean, And they, they're all good. getting points, but it's all spread out. Yeah. It's not like, oh, Martian had two goals this game and three goals the next game. Tuka Rask, every game, is just lights out. Yeah, And we've, we've questioned his mentality on this podcast and questioned him as being an oddball in the locker room and being like an off guy early on when he played like shit in the first round. Yeah. I take all of that back right now because he has proved every Tukorask hater wrong. He's shown up. He's putting it all on the line basically, which is sometimes you don't see him doing that. I, you know, we called him soft and some of the goals that he let up in the regular season when he's when he's cold like you said were very soft and he just, you know, well, I mean, he it didn't see like soft he had
2: ones against uh, against Toronto. Toronto too, yeah, but. yeah,
0: a few soft goals against Toronto. There was one against the Blue Jackets in like the second game. I think, against um, Boone Jenner, which was just slid yeah. it right on the ice and just went right of his pad or left of his pad. And it's like that's when you question his integrity as a goalie for this team. Like, is this the guy that you want manning the back end? But he has been unreal down the stretch, and he's really – we said this yesterday, the most goals he's given up is five. Mm-hmm. And the most goals Jordan Binnington's given up is, like, consistently giving up six or yeah. seven. So, t- compare two goalies, uh, I'm saying Tuka Rask is by far...
2: Easily the best yeah. goalie of the series. Bro.
0: and I, Easily the best goalie in the series. Easily the favorite for the Conn Smythe. And I think he's he's going to be the difference between the Bruins being able to beat Jordan Binnington in the Blues and not being able to. Sure. I think if you don't have Tuka sure. Rask in net, it's a completely different series. I mean, look at
2: the Hurricanes. If you had, I think if you had Tuka Rask in net and, and then Peter Masryk on the uh, the Bruins it would have been a completely different series but
0: I mean yeah. the goalie makes the team exactly so and you, you've got to have faith in your goalie too and I think for a while Boston fans haven't but everyone's riding him right now to, the, to that cup three more wins you could get one of those wins tonight and he has played the biggest role in that oh, yeah. and it's going back to talking about how many cups he's been to it's that experience, too. Jordan Bennington is technically a rookie, even though he was drafted eight years ago. Um, Rask has been to three Stanley Cup finals now, and he's been here before. He's experienced victory, and he's experienced defeat. He has been in the playoffs um, since 2010. One, two, three, four, five, six times in his career, maybe, uh, on a legitimate playoff team, and for, I think, 85 percent of those he was the starter barring 2011 and 2012 he didn't start in those playoffs he started 2010 and then he started 2013. uh, 14 18 and now 19 so yeah for four out of the six what's that math four divided by six two
1: thirds
0: two thirds for two thirds of his playoff career he has been the starter in in high pressure situations I think this m- is easily the best one, right? Oh yeah. Like last year, right. I, I don't think you can blame it on Tuca. People were saying he played well. They didn't really go that far. Um, the Montreal series, he when we lost in the second round to Montreal, didn't really play that well. Um, when we went to the Cup final against the Blackhawks, people were saying that was a great year. But I think 2019 is his best playoff sure, showing sure. in his career so far. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone would disagree but he, he's standing on his head, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we covered goaltending. Big game tonight. I think this, this one could alter the series if the Blues can take it home. It's a brand new series. If the Bruins go up 2-0, headed back to St. Louis, that's huge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, realistically, how knowing that the Bruins took game one, how many games is this series going? Five. Five, and you have Bruins in five? Yeah. And you're gifting the Blues what game?
1: Game three.
0: Game I three. Think. Yeah. First I like game that.
1: back home. I think they're
0: just gonna. So you say the Bruins win tonight, go up two zero, yeah. and then yeah. I actually that that sounds. I I don't disagree with I'd that. I'd
1: say in game three maybe the Blues win like game one. I'd say the Blues win
2: four two. Four two. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think I think they either they do exactly that. Either uh, go five and lose game three probably just because they're uh, at home first and the Bruins will make adjustments in Game uh, Four um, if they lose, um, and that or if they if the Blues win tonight, um, I think you could easily see this going to uh, Game Seven depending on how they play. I mean, the Bruins were really just dominant after that first period, um, except for that first minute where Pasternak gave up that that. Um, just really horrible goal
0: oh yeah um, that the stupid reverse that yeah. was bad
2: but uh other than that they the, the second half of that game they were just dominating the blues so if they keep that up um, there's no reason why they couldn't sweep but yep. uh, I don't see the blues um, losing blues four straight yeah I don't see it. with the talent on their team that their top two lines um, I, I don't see them losing like that um, I think Bennington will get you at least a game yeah Um, in your top line like uh, Tarasenko and just your the top tier talent um, Will at least win you one game, I think Um, so. I don't think they'll be a sweep, but uh, I Like game uh, winning in game five too at, at home.
0: Yeah, it's definitely Likely to happen now that the Bruins are up one in this position. I got him I had him in six before the series started and I'll just stick with that um, I think the Bruins could drop tonight's game very easily, not because of a lack of play. I just think, you know, Stanley Cup Finals, you can't win every single game. Um, I, I, if they do win tonight, I definitely think the Blues are going to win game three. I don't see them losing three games in a row. Uh, I, I don't think it's going seven either. This, these two teams just don't have enough strength between them in terms of competition for it to go seven. Like it, it does it doesn't have a twenty eleven feeling where, you know, it was like every other game they're going at it and it's really tight. I think that it goes five or six. Uh Bruins in five or six though. I just don't see any way that the St. Louis Blues can win this series. I don't I think I, I think it would have been a closer series if we had played the Sharks. I think I think that series would have gone seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Blues can hang with the Bruins for seven games and win the Stanley Cup. Well call it a jinx, but Brones are gonna win the Stanley Cup. Knock on wood. <laughs> I don't
2: know. they just have so much their talent did not show up besides a couple a couple quick goals, but um their their top players just did not play um like they're expected to. Um, yeah. For the Blues. Absolutely. So, um If they played know, the would, way
0: they did Monday night it'll be over at four.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but I, I think they have I think they're, they're top players, Tarasenko, Shen, um, whoever you want, uh, Petrangelo, They have more left in the tank to get them, get them further in the series. Um, yeah. So, but I don't know. the The Bruins look look like they have a pretty good grasp on the on the series. Yeah, Blues the Bruins team. have to
0: keep playing this way, no matter what the Blues do, because if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile easily. They're one of those teams that ride off momentum. They have no momentum right now. And the Bruins, yeah, they ride off momentum, but they're also a talented enough team to just right the ship like they did against Toronto. They needed to win two games to win the series, and they needed to win the first one in Toronto. Toronto had all the momentum. They came out, won both games, moved on to the Blue Jackets, and basically cakewalked to the Stanley Cup Finals at that point. Um, But I think St. Louis does ride off momentum. And if they're going to gain any, it has to come in these next two games. Sure. Even if you're going to, maybe you win tonight and you don't have a ton of momentum, like right now they have zero, you can't wait until game four or game five when your back's against the wall to put up a fight, because that just never goes well. So I think if the Blues want any chance at pushing the series six or seven games, you have to find that momentum in some form tonight or for game three.
2: I, I personally like about the Bruins is just... Like if you look at just playoff runs, like championship teams, um, a key part is just their depth. Like when they won it in two thousand eleven, um, they had like uh, their third and fourth line were just um, just like uncharacteristically scoring. Yep. Like Danny Paye and Campbell, and like like they're not scorers, but they were they were getting a lot of key goals when you really needed it most. Like if you look at the the Red Sox when they won it um, this year and. Uh, 2018 like you have Steve Pierce and Jackie Bradley jr. hitting home runs for you like um, being World Series MVP and like Jackie Bradley jr being basically the one of the best hitters on the Red Sox and um, in, uh, in key games of, uh, of their playoff run like you need those those like bottom tier players to really elevate your team oh yeah uh, and I think the Bruins have done a great job finding um, third and fourth line depth uh, Sean Corally, um, being probably the most important one. Um, uh, Charlie Coyle has got us here. Um, we basically would, would have been dead in the water uh, oh, yeah. in the first round oh, without my Charlie God. Coyle. Um, oh, my God, yes. Marcus Johansson has really played fantastic uh, the last couple of games. He's just um, had the puck on a string. Like I, I loved, I think it was him, he basically split the defenders, I think, and had a, a, like a great scoring chance uh, last game. Um, he got the puck right in front of the net, um, split the D in the, uh, in the slot, walking down the slot, and um, he got a great shot. I think it went off the post, if I remember correct, um, but uh, he's, he's been playing great, uh, and so it's that, it's that bottom depth that's, um, that's really um, done it for the Bruins, and I don't know if um, the St. Louis Blues have enough depth um, for them to win a best-of-seven series. Uh, against a a Bruins team that that does have those pieces.
0: Yeah, they definitely, that's one thing that the Bruins have um, over anybody else in the league, is that depth. And it's, it's not just depth where the bottom two lines can skate with another team's top lines and tire them out. They're actually putting up points. Like Charlie Coyle was scoring, you know, that overtime goal came against Columbus's top line. In the Maple Leaf series, Sean Corrali buried one against Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. So it's not just, all right, send the fourth line out to tire out their first line. It's yeah. send the fourth line out. We need points, and it's it's come to the to the you know point where at the end of a game when you're down, you you don't see them shutting off the third and fourth lines to just put the top two out. Like you, they're rolling all four lines because all four lines can score. You've got yeah. goal scorers on every line, and you've got players on our third line and on our fourth line who could possibly be on the first line of another NHL team. I love seeing the the fourth line out there with, like, 10 minutes left in the, in oh, the yeah. third period. It's like, I'm a huge fan in, in rolling all four for the Bruins in that sense. Obviously, not every team has the luxury of having four solid lines yeah. like like we do, but I, I love the fact that everybody's buzzing this time of year, and it's and they're not shutting anybody off. So, uh, yeah, those are the predictions. Does anyone want to talk about anything else? We good? All right, boys, thanks for listening. This was a little bit of a shorter one, but uh, we'll come at you with some more podcasts this weekend following Game 2 and following uh, Game 1 of the NBA, uh, NBA Finals, Raptors, Warriors. So, yeah, thanks for listening.